0: Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday the 13th of December. Today, a brave man gets between Bam Bam and his shooey celebration, the NBL turns into Fight Club, and Hazel Wood Hazel won't be playing in the second test in Adelaide. But first... After 22 races at tracks all over the globe, the 2021 Formula One Drivers' Championship came down to a very simple equation. Whoever finishes first wins. Go, go, go! Mercedes Lewis Hamilton and Red Bull's Max Verstappen were locked on points heading into the final Grand Prix this morning in Abu Dhabi. And so it was simply a matter of who crossed the line first. Would Hamilton go clear of Michael Schumacher and claim his eighth and record-breaking world title? Or would Verstappen, who has long been touted as the sport's next great champion, win his first ever crown? Oh, I just can't wait to be king. Verstappen had qualified fastest, but Hamilton was starting right next to him in second. And from the first lap, this was a Grand Prix filled with drama. We've been waiting for this all season long. The finale, the title decider, under the lights here in Abu Dhabi. It's lights out, away we go. And Hamilton gets a decent start and he's already ahead of Verstappen. Hamilton took the lead off the start line and led for basically the entire race. But after crashes and safety cars, it came down to the final lap. So who won? Is Verstappen Far enough back, he's going to make the lunchtime! Verstappen became the first Dutchman ever to win the Formula One Drivers' Championship after overtaking Hamilton on the final lap. And while Red Bull are thrilled with the result, Mercedes are livid after some cars were permitted to overtake a safety car, which put Verstappen in a position to strike on the final lap and claim his first championship. Hey, remember when we won the first Ashes Test? Ashes in emphatic style. So many great memories from the Gabba. I mean, Captain Pat's Pfeiffer on day one. The skipper has taken Pfeiffer against England for the very first time. And at this early stage, the captain can do no wrong. Travis Head's ton on day two. Beautifully down the ground. A brilliant innings by Travis Head. His first Ashes 100, his third in Test match cricket, and it is a statement of the finest quality. And Nathan Lyon taking his 400th test wicket. Is that it? Is that the moment it is? Nathan Lyon, his 400th test match wicket. It's been a long time coming. He's had to be patient. We'll quit dwelling on the past and get focused on what's ahead because Australia has some serious injury concerns heading into the second test in Adelaide this week. It's likely Australia will be forced to make a bowling change for the second Ashes test as Josh Hazelwood battles a side strain with four matches still to play in the series, Hazelwood will be rested. Hazelwood flew home to Sydney yesterday, leaving the Aussie squad and will miss the second Test match. With Western Australian Jai Richardson the favourite to replace him, according to Triple M's Brad Haddon, I don't think the three Australian picks to play all three Test matches. And if Josh Hazelwood is under any injury cloud, this is a Test you want Richardson playing. Oh, I think he suits the pink board Test. He's been in great form, and I wouldn't take a risk on Hazelwood either. But Hazelwood isn't the only concern. With David Warner also in doubt after copping a Ben Stokes. Short short ball to the ribs that saw him sit out most of day three in the field and fail to open the batting in Australia's short run chase for victory. The second Ashes test kicks off in Adelaide on Thursday, so make sure you sign up to KO to catch all the action. Gentlemen, welcome to fight Club. Or as it was known before the weekend, the NBL. Florida has to get from one end to the other. Froling says night, and Angus Glover... The weekend of violent basketball started on Saturday when the local derby between the Sydney Kings and the Illawarra Hawks, the lead-up to which had been engulfed with allegations of spying, ended in a scuffle after Sydney's Angus Glover disrespectfully stepped over Illawarra's Sam Froling, who was on the ground having blocked Glover's shot. And judging by the response from Froling and his teammates, basketballers don't like being stepped over. And then Glover with the step over. Froling, Jessup, none of the Hawks appreciating it. And while the Hawks got the winning coach Brian Gorgian's record 800th appearance as a player and coach in the NBL, that little dust-up was a mere appetiser to the main course that Throwdown 13 between Melbourne United and the South East Melbourne Phoenix served up on Sunday. Oh! Yes, sir! sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir! Melbourne United, the reigning champions, had unveiled their championship banner before the game against the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. And who knows, maybe the Phoenix used the ceremony as some added motivation because they came out breathing fire. Joe Chi on the offensive glass. There we go. Dome JLA and then yep. stuffed it. The two big boys are going at it. Here we go. But late in the third quarter, when the Phoenix' Mitch Creek dunked on United's Matthew Delavadova. And Delhi's teammate Mason Peatling apparently did not appreciate Creek's celebration of the slam, barrelling into Creek and sparking the second NBL melee of the weekend. Oh, oh, here we go! And here Mason Peatling barrels in. Here we go! He good. Good. And tempers have flared in throwdown 13! Really silly stuff by Peatling. Not necessary. Maybe he was thinking, if we can't win the game, let's win the fight. And if that was his thought process, then good for him, because he did lose the game. The Phoenix triumph, 94 to 86. Aussie UFC heavyweight Tour Vasa is one of a kind. I do this to entertain and, and I love it. I love my walkouts, I love the cameras, I love the lights, I love knocking people out. I love it. The man they call Bam Bam scored a second round knockout against Augusto Sakai at UFC 269 in Las Vegas yesterday to make it four straight knockout wins. Oh. To Ibosa. And while the crowd enjoyed the win, they love his shoey celebrations even more. I've never seen so many people cheer for a man to drink a beer out of a shoe. the They want the shoey. But, as Ty revealed in his post-fight press conference, on this occasion, a very brave or very stupid official tried to stop Ty Tuavas's patented footwear drinking celebration. I got pushed out of there pretty fast and had a bit of an altercation with one of the officials, so hopefully don't do that again, please. My fans come to watch me knock people out and and do shoes. That might be the best job description in world sport. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 13th of December. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.